Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm actually live on Instagram as well, doing a recording of this podcast, and I actually had to restart it, so it's been a technicalities sort of day, but um, I, and I'm also going through some energy shifts, um, and I'm not sure if anyone else is feeling this, and I'm not sure where they're from. It's maybe full moon combo with a lot of other things, but um, I am really, (laughs) really processing some things. So, um, yes, I'll do my best not to get distracted, but that's also part of the fun is that I can be here on Instagram and answer questions live and, um, have people really be interactive and experience this. And I'd love to answer your questions. So I will do this more frequently. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to catch a live recording, I'll be doing this on my Instagram channel a lot more frequently. And it's Allison Holly Creator. Okay, so let's dive in. What is shadow work? Um, last night, I actually posted this question on on um, Instagram asking people you know, to ask me their questions about shadow work and what you wanted to learn specifically. So let's dive in. Um, First of all, if you haven't met me before, if we haven't interacted before, you haven't listened to the podcast before, I am a channel and this is a practice that I do really regularly. So um, channeling is tuning into frequency and information that's on a higher level than the mind or a more expanded level than the mind. So basically, I tune into information that's beyond my mental frequencies, right? And I'm able to sort of access this infinite library where I can ask all sorts of questions. And sometimes even beyond what I'm asking question-wise comes through, and it's really fascinating. It's sort of like being able to tune into this like giant Google and ask anything that I want and receive just vast amounts of really profound information. And sometimes this information takes me years to integrate. Sometimes it's like a really intense um, download that I receive or, um, you know, bit of verbal information that I receive from my guides. And sometimes it takes me a while to integrate it. So I want to tell you that if anything that I say in here is sort of beyond your scope of understanding or it hits you in a certain way, investigate it, feel into it, but try and go beyond the mental perceptions of the information that you hear because our mind has this tendency to sort of narrow things, right? The whole purpose of the mind is to keep us in believing that this life is real and so that we can navigate it. That's the whole purpose of the mind. So if our mind, uh, you know, tries to expand, it freaks us out because all of the sudden, you know, the reality that we've agreed with in ourselves 
it doesn't really match. And so it can be really alarming. And this happens as we awaken and as we start to ascend our energy and expand our frequencies you know, we go into these realms that our mind is like, hold on, this is freaky. It's really making me question everything that exists, everything that I thought I knew. And so take it easy on yourself. Let yourself go as slowly into this as possible. And remember to listen through the heart anytime that you can. And I'm not talking about the emotional heart. I'm talking about the expanded heart. The true sense of who you really are comes through that heart center right in the center of your being. Okay, so with all of that introduction, now let's talk about shadow work. What is shadow work? Shadow work is the work that we do with ourselves to integrate any parts of ourselves that are unloved or any parts of ourselves that are Um, that we've sort of banished to hell. And this is something that I talk about in my book, The Era of the True Creator. I have it here with me. And um, I talk about this a lot. This whole book was written with channeled insights. And this is something that was shown to me, that shadow work is really just this integration of something that maybe we've banished from ourselves. Now, I want to just dive into that a little bit because we might think... um, We might think of ourselves as this really finite thing, but what happens is as we expand, this is why shadow work comes up, as we expand into a greater sense of who we are, this expanded version of ourselves, as we expand into that, new things are going to come into who we are, new new awareness is going to come into who we are, and we are actually The full expanded version of ourselves is in union with the all that is. So if we think about it, we're really just the all that is, having a very finite perspective so that we can have an experience. So as we expand, we then expand into even more than what we are aware of right now. And that makes us aware of certain things that don't match that new expanded frequency, right? So shadow work naturally comes up as we expand into this bigger, broader version of ourselves, okay? And ourselves really means the fullness of the all that is, but we're only perceiving it on certain levels. So I don't want to get too deep into that, but I do want to give you an understanding of what I mean when I say expanding more into ourselves. That can be a real infinite expansion. So shadow work is anything that we bump up against, and this happens naturally as we're expanding. Um, This may actually look like a pain body that's sort of stuck within us, Uh, That's why we call it shadow work. These, whatever doesn't carry that frequency, the higher frequencies of love actually has a different quality to it on an energetic level. And it looks like a shadow. So for me, someone who's intuitive, I have seen people's, uh, you know, different 
aspects of people's shadows before. And, you know, at first, I'll, I'll admit when I started seeing this, it alarmed me and I had a lot of judgment around it. But I've really moved past that to see that everything can be loved and accepted. And that really, I mean, a lot of times we're just not aware, you know, and it's not fair to be judgmental to someone uh, at all, period, because we're all doing our best. But when we're not aware of it, it's just, you know, we're, we're doing our best. So, um, these, but these shadows, essentially, they are condensed energy that doesn't have that light frequency within it. And that light frequency is love. Okay. So shadow work is helping to integrate anything that is unloved within us. When does shadow work come up? It comes up completely naturally. It comes up as we expand, right? So we don't need to go looking for it. (laughs) It actually comes to us. We just need to have the bravery and the, the really the inner love. This is all about love, the inner love and the inner strength to say, okay, I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to be with this. I'm going to love this aspect of myself, right? And loving this aspect of ourselves really just means it's, you know, another version of integrating it, being present with it. Sometimes we need to make discoveries around it in order for our mind to understand what's going on. And and that does something to our body too. It really relaxes our body when we can have a mental understanding of what we're experiencing. So sometimes we do want that um, conscious perception of what the shadow is so that we can really fully integrate it. Um, it doesn't mean that this is something bad about ourselves. A lot of people think of shadow work as like this, like, oh, my shadow work is like the fact that I'm a perfectionist or my shadow work is the fact that, um, I'm mean and I lie sometimes or whatever, whatever it's coming up for you. That's not actually what shadow work is. Shadow work is, um, anything that's unloved. It's anything that's unloved. So that could be leading to acting out in these certain ways, like lying or being a perfectionist or whatever it is that you feel is coming up for you. But it could also be trauma. In fact, most of the time it's trauma because trauma is what causes us to act in these ways that show that we're not fully loving to ourselves. So trauma can be um, ancestral trauma. Trauma can be something, you know, some of my shadow work was actually integrating the part of me that became disassociated right when I, right when my soul came into the womb, right? So it was like pre-birth trauma. It was this part of myself that just got blown off and disassociated because pre-birth me, little baby Allison, as I was jumping into the womb, as my soul entered my body. And I have a memory of this. As that happened, there was this moment of shock. And this moment of shock told me this, there's a certain way that I shouldn't be because I'll hurt people. And so I, what I ended up doing was actually hurting myself. And so as I went through my awakening, which is when trauma or uh, shadow work really comes up, as I went through my awakening, Um, it naturally started showing itself to me. And I started during channeling, I was seeing what was hap, what had happened 
during my, you know, birth integration moment. And, and then I was able to over the years, I mean, this is taking years and I'm still working on it. Um, you know, healing that, integrating that, loving that part of myself. Okay. And re retraining myself a new way to be. So, um, let's backtrack a little bit. What is a dark night of the soul? I hear a lot of people talk about this. So a dark night of the soul is what happens when you advance or gain consciousness or awaken very quickly in a, at a rapid moment. And if you can imagine when you expand your frequency or your consciousness rapidly, what's going to happen is all the things that are within you that are unloved or that don't match that new frequency are going to be very apparent. And a lot of people meet dark night of the soul during their awakening because all of the sudden it's very apparent the things that don't match that new frequency that you've just boom, boomed into, right? And so that's why when people go through an awakening, they often go through dark night of the soul. So hopefully this is really helpful because a lot of people, when they hit dark night of the soul, it's sort of a shock. It's sort of this, oh my God, you know, for me, it was like, well, I've been going through this awakening. I don't understand why, um, I, f I felt like I was being punished. I sort of felt like, why is all of this happening? Why is this coming up? And I've been working so hard, you know? And so there was this feeling of like, I'm being punished, but that's not the case. All that's happening is anything that's not uh, matching that frequency that you've suddenly expanded into is coming up to be loved, to be resolved, and to be integrated, okay? So that's that dark night of the soul moment. It's when it's rushing in because you've awakened really, really quickly or you've expanded uh, in a speedy way, right? You just like boomed into this awakening and all of a sudden all this stuff is coming up and it can feel like what the hell is going on? It can feel very um, scary. It can feel like, like you're being punished. If that's sort of the mentality that you tend to have, that's what I experience, but that's not actually what's happening. It's just this integration and resolution of all things that are held within that don't match that new higher frequency of expanded love so that we can be integrated so that we can experience the fullness of who we are while we're in a human body, which is huge. So the reason that all of this comes up in the first place is because we're expanding. And like I said, it doesn't mean that this is stuff that is wrong with us. It actually is just anything that's not working with this new frequency. And so a lot of people in, in previous eras, right now we're in this massive worldwide awakening, but in previous eras, people would go through shadow work and dark night of the soul right before they died because right before they died, and you may still be seeing this in the world today. Um, you know, some of the, the generations before us, they didn't have this massive awakening going on. And so as they're passing on, Right before they pass on, they start to go through this shadow work or dark night of the soul, meaning all sorts of stuff come up for them 
and they may, you know, it may be some people describe it as like their life is flashing before their eyes. This is a rapid resolution of all of these pain bodies, or, you know, they may be on their way out going through this dark night of the soul or this shadow work for a few years, depending on how long it takes them to pass over. The reason that this is happening once again, to reiterate what I said before, is that shadow work comes up when we are moving into an expanded sense of self. Because as we expand, there's more love, more love comes in. And anything that doesn't match that love is is wanting to be resolved. So you may see this with people who are passing on, but now because we're in the age of people awakening, this era of awakening, and everybody's going through it, it's happening midlife. It's happening throughout our life. And it's going to be happening each time we have a rapid expansion. So that brings me to, and I thought that was really cool. I actually just recently... Um, really within the last week, I did a channeling circle with a couple people and somebody asked about, you know, one of their grandparents who was, um, you know, kind of in the midst of passing on, they were in that transition period. And it showed me that like a lot of stuff come up, comes up right before we pass on because we're entering this new realm. And now it's happening during our lifetime and it might actually happen multiple times. Some people go through, this is what was just recently shown to me. Some people go through an awakening expansion, boom, and it just happens really rapidly. And then they go through another one as they enter that next higher frequency realm. And, you know, this isn't, this isn't like, um, a hierarchy. And I always like to express that this isn't a hierarchy. It's an expansion. It doesn't mean that we're better than because we're awakened or we're awakening. It means that we've expanded into something new. And now we have a whole new playing field that we get to play within and that we get to try and navigate. And navigating that can really be difficult because all of this stuff tends to come up with each expansion, with each level of expansion, we're going to hit a new level of shadow work, okay? Because that shadow work is just integrating anything that's not of that higher frequency of love. So I feel like I'm repeating myself, but really I want to make sure that this is clear. Um, so how then do we do our shadow work? And how do we do these dark nights of the soul moments? Because those are hard. I know they're hard. I went through it. My dark night of the soul was me being sick in bed for three months during the summer in LA. It was fucking miserable. <laughs> okay. And I had also at that time, uh, I, I already went through my awakening four years previous to that or three years previous to that. And so I felt like I was saying earlier, I felt this really, this sense of like, oh, but I'm doing my best. And how come this is coming up now? And I've already gone through my awakening and so much has happened. So why, why is this coming up now? And like I said, I felt punished, but that's not what was happening. It was this beautiful integration process that was just also really painful. So I want to share with you how to do this. In fact, one of the questions that I, uh, that I was asked yesterday when I posted, you know, what would you like to learn about shadow work is how can I, somebody asked, how can I not make it, how can I make it not hurt so much? So I want to share with you 
how to have this be a little easier. And it's a, it's a bit counterintuitive. So how do we do shadow work? We simply sit with it. We simply sit with it. It, that, it is so confounding and yet it is so, it's so simple. Um, we sit with it because presence, deep presence, true presence is of the same frequency as unconditional love, right? So if you're someone who's ever meditated and you have had that experience of just infinite oneness, it's just a moment. You might've just experienced just a small moment of it, this moment of infinite, the all that is, and you're just one, you're one. That is a moment of true presence and true presence is so powerful. It is love. It is of the frequency of unconditional joy and unconditional love. So being present with it and just sitting with it, although that seems to be the most difficult thing that we, we just don't want to do it. I got a live, I'm sorry, I got a phone call right in the middle of my podcast recording. So now I know to turn my phone on airplane mode. So sitting through this, sitting in this feeling, even though we don't want to because it just feels so uncomfortable. And honestly, when the shadow work comes up, when the dark night of the soul comes up, it's kind of scary. It's It can feel scary, like, oh, I don't want to sit with this. This scares me. What if I lose myself in it? What if I can't get out again, right? It feels sort of consuming that way. But if we can find that presence with it, then that is one of the ways that we can really get into this truth of dissolving the shadow work, dissolving these pain bodies. They naturally dissipate. It's sort of like if we're still Everything just floats to the surface and floats out of us, right? There are definitely processes that you can do to help with this. Some of these processes are getting energy work. Some of these processes are doing guided meditations. Um, I have specific processes that I offer now. Uh, I just got certified in this um, program called Accelerated Evolution, which is so fascinating. I'm going to be talking about that at the end of the podcast because that's why I wanted to talk about shadow work now is because now I have a new tool to really help people through this. And it's a powerful tool. So there are a lot of different things that you can do. Ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. It really is. It's okay to reach out, even if it's just, hey, I need a hug. I need someone to sit with me while I go through this. I know I can go through this, but will you sit with me? Or will you, will you help me out? Will you offer me some energy work? Or, you know, ask for a session, like I said. Some of those different avenues that you can take to receive assistance or guidance during this process it can be really helpful. Um, but the most powerful thing that you can do is just go deeper into that self-love, go deeper into that self-love because the vibration of love is presence and it has the power to dissolve those pain bodies, those stuck energies that are within us. Okay. So just to summarize this, Your purpose is not to look for shadow work. You don't need to go looking for it. 
Your purpose is not to keep digging and find shadow work because another thing that was shown to me is that shadow work actually ends. Yay! It actually ends. It's not something that we're doing constantly. Actually, what we're doing constantly is playing. We want to get to that vibration of play and we want to be uh, conscious creators and we want to play with life. Shadow work is going to come up all by itself. You know, you don't have to go looking for it because it comes up as we expand more and more and more. And it's just going to come up and show us, hey, this is something that's blocking you from receiving more love. This is what's blocking you from giving yourself love. This is what's blocking you from being that true love that you are, being that true version of yourself. So it's going to come up all by itself. The only thing that you need to do is focus on expanding into love and and focus on playing because playing is that next part. Once we expand into that next realm, we're actually just playing right? We're not constantly fighting battles. We're not warriors. We don't have that consciousness. This is not a warrior consciousness. We're actually moving into expanded versions of love and joy and ecstasy. Okay. So it'll happen naturally. You don't need to go looking for it. Let yourself play. It is okay to just play. There's this idea that, um, you know, we're spiritually bypassing if we're not actively working on our shadows constantly. And that's not really true. Spiritual bypassing is when you're avoiding something that's naturally coming up. But you don't need to avoid something that's naturally coming up. If you're being present with yourself, it's actually going to move through you quite easily. And, you know, like I said, there are many different ways that you can do this. There's not one way. I'm not just talking about sitting in meditation. I'm talking about maybe presence for you is going to be giving yourself a deeper version of love than you've ever given yourself before. It can come up in lots of different ways. Okay. So if there are any questions, uh, anyone who's watching this, feel free to type in a question. I'm going to answer the questions that I was asked yesterday and let's see if we've covered them. What is the best way to process through shadow work? The best way to process through shadow work, like I just said, is to not look for it, to just be present with it. Anything that's coming up, just keep loving yourself. Love yourself even more deeply. And that idea of loving ourselves can be really kind of confusing. Um, it's, it's easy to mentalize, well, what does self-love look like? We don't even need to ask ourselves those questions. We can just allow ourselves to be present and it's going to show itself to us. That presence is key. What are the benefits of shadow work is another question that I was asked. So the benefits of shadow work are really just that you're going to be able to expand. You're going to feel that expansion. You're going to be able to feel the play that it's so funny because really all we're avoiding is play because play, it's sort of like that quote by Marianne Williamson. You know, we're afraid of our power. Um, we're afraid of how powerful we really are. Well, the truth is we're, we're uncomfortable with just how magnanimous, just how, what's the word I'm looking for? Expanded we are. That's intimidating. It's huge. And then it's sort of like, you know, mo money, mo problems. It's sort of like when we know that we're expanded, then we make new choices and we make choices on the level of a true creator who's playing, who's, you know, fully knowledgeable of ourselves as a God 
on this planet. And that's a lot for some people. And I think that's why people get caught in this cycle of like shadow work, shadow work, shadow work, because it's so much more intimidating sometimes to move into true creator realm where we're playing. That's That can be intimidating. I do understand that. I feel it a lot. In fact, the book that I'm writing right now next week, I am actually traveling to Mexico and my desire is to finish this book that I'm writing and it's all about play and how perfect that I'm going to this beautiful beach uh, town in Mexico where I'm just going to be playing and writing this book. So I get it. It's sometimes it's difficult for us to you know, really take on that full knowledge of, wow, I'm a creator. I create my life. I can play. I can do whatever I want. And that that can be intimidating, but it's a process. It's okay. We'll play with the process, right? So um, let's answer another question. When do you know you need it? That's a great question. And like I said earlier, you know that you need shadow work when it's coming up naturally. And in order for us to be aware of what's coming up naturally, have a regular practice of being present with yourself, right? So like I said before, in fact, I noticed this yesterday. I received a Reiki session um, from my beautiful friend, Peyton. She is so talented (laughs) at Reiki. I just really love it. I was receiving a Reiki session from Peyton and as I'm laying there in this state of presence, which felt really good, I started noticing, oh, my heart, my heart kind of feels uncomfortable. And that's because in that presence, there was this opening of, okay, this part that feels uncomfortable, it can be released now. And that's what presence does. It allows us to release these things within us that are sort of locked in. And another thing that happened, oh, I just want to say hi to a few people that are saying, that are jumping in. Um, Another thing that happened during this Reiki session yesterday is, um, you know, a lot of times I get caught up in my head, my to-do list. And for me, it's sort of this really beautiful thing. I have really dived into creating and I love creating and I get to create with my career and with my work. And so I'm constantly creating. Hello, Elaine. And I'm constantly creating. And so sometimes my mind gets a hold of that and it turns into this monkey mind of busyness. Oh, I've got to be doing this and this and this. And so I'm lying on that table receiving energy work. And I had a moment, and this happens a lot, pretty much across the board every time I receive Reiki. Um, There's a moment toward the beginning where it's just like a blanket being laid over my mind and my mind just goes, and it's so nice. (laughs) And so I had that moment of monkey, monkey, monkey mind. And then it was just, and I had this presence awareness. And in that presence awareness, I saw my guides around me. And I had this feeling of sort of sadness, like, oh my God, I've, I've really let myself get such a monkey mind that I'm not connecting with my guides. And they told me, it's okay. You're living a human life. It's okay. We're always here, which was really nice because I thought, oh, I don't want to, you know, our mind sort of puts up this shield to the other dimensions because when our mind is active, all it's doing is agreeing to this dimension. So my mind was like, 
totally locked into this place. And when I let that shield down, I had that perception of my guides around me. And that, you know, makes me want to cry because it's just, you know, my soul connection to my Andromedan family is so, it's so dear to me. And to be feeling like I had shut that out because I was too busy in my mind felt just so sad. But they told me, remember, you're living a human experience. So it's okay. You're going to explore the creative endeavors within this human experience and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to get caught up in it. That's okay. We're always here. And I thought that was a really beautiful message. Thank you for the hearts. Love you guys. Um, so let's see, what was another question? How to effectively integrate the shadow? This is a really great question because this points to what shadow work is really all about. It's about loving the unloved parts of ourselves. It's about loving that thing in us that feels so uncomfortable. So like I said earlier, a lot of times shadow work isn't this aspect of us that's quote unquote bad. Shadow work is actually trauma that's ex that we've experienced in our life. And we still, even with trauma, want to integrate that. It is a part of our shadow selves. Now, this specifically is if you would like help with this, I would love to help you. Some of the processes that I just got certified in are all about integrating that part of us that maybe was feels traumatic, that was just a really intense experience. And I am so happy to help with that. And I can, if you reach out to me, I will explain these processes and we can set up a session. Um, so effectively integrating the shadow is all about, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I'm like a broken record. It's all about loving that part of ourselves. Now, when this comes to trauma or these really heavy experiences, what I don't mean, I don't mean that you love that it happened. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that you become present with it. And presence is powerful. Presence is so powerful. And what happens is, I'm going to briefly describe the dimensions. We've got the third dimension, which is our physical reality. The fourth dimension, which is where duality exists, where our thoughts exist, time exists. But then we've got that fifth dimension, and there's more beyond this. And the fifth dimension is that unconditional love. So what we want to do with shadow work is we want to move into that fifth dimension. And what we're going to experience is that fourth dimension as we're moving into the fifth dimension of unconditional love. So we are going to experience the polarities. We're going to experience the ecstasy and the agony. Oh, my friend uh, David isn't on here, but that's actually his Instagram name. So we're going to experience both polarities, right? And how can we get to the fifth dimension? We integrate those polarities. Very powerful to do this work. And that is exactly what these processes that I've been trained on do. They help integrate those polarities so that we can discover the oneness. Not so that we can be like, well, that was a great experience and I'm really grateful for it. Although that might happen and you might be surprised. But I don't want you to freak yourself out about it. That's not what this is about. It's about loving. It's about loving ourselves in a way that we've maybe never experienced before. And even loving ourselves in a new way can be freaky deaky, right? It can be a lot. So feel free to reach out if you'd like some help with this. All right. So those are all the questions that I received during my Instagram question yesterday. 
and I'm going to go ahead and close this up. I want to tell you that right now I have a special going. I just got certified in these processes called Accelerated Evolution. These are a series of different processes that I guide you through verbally. They're very powerful. A lot of people describe it like, uh, I. It, to me, it feels like plant medicine. It feels like energy work. It's very powerful processes. But you get to be present with the whole thing and make discoveries throughout the process. So there's this beautiful integration of whatever it is that occurred and this oneness that you naturally truly are. Um, so they're really amazing. I have this package that I've created called the Quantum Leap Coaching Program. And what that is, is it's a series of sessions that you sign up for. And we go through, we take you through what is the place that you are now and where do you want to go? And if you're stuck with maybe um, a habit, a deeply ingrained pattern, maybe you're going through shadow work, uh, it could be a health story that you're dealing with. It could be um, a way that you process your romantic life that you're just totally done with. Whatever it is for you, whatever pattern you want to break or thing that you would like to change or goal that you would like to attain, we can work through those. We'll go A to B, right? But it's a quantum leap, so we're going to unify everything because in quantum, there's no space between things. It's kind of a crazy thing. So um, in quantum reality, that's the truth of that. So I have this on half off. If you're listening to this right now, this program is half off until February 5th. And I'd love for you to sign up for it. And if you're listening to this after the fact, it's still going to be available. Um, and feel free to dive into that. It's going to be a really powerful process. Okay, so uh, get in touch with me about that. If you have any other questions, I'd love to answer them. I'd love to dive into this with you. So feel free to reach out um, and just keep loving yourselves. And, and remember, you know, we're all in this together. This is all about getting into oneness and, and really loving ourselves more deeply. And I'll just leave this as the closing note. How can we know that we fully love ourselves? Because we love everyone around us. That's a big one, right? And we love everything about ourselves too. So it's everything outside, everything external, and it's everything internal. And this is, this is a big process, and I'd love to help you with it. So um, I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for joining. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode for any links to all the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive a free guided meditation for healing sexual shame by subscribing to my newsletter. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.